0: Hello everyone. Welcome back for another week of Semi-Professional. This is Summer. I'm Sam. And I'm really happy with last week's episode that was so fun to record. I hope everyone listened to it. We talked about things we did as kids that were naughty and some of, shared some of your stories. And that got a good kick out of that one. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, that's a good episode.
1: I was a bad kid.
0: Yeah, but it was it was fun. We giggled a lot. So
1: I've grown out of it though, so... I think it's okay. I talked to my mom after that episode, and she said that there were many more things that I could have added to the list, but for the sake of time, I think it was what we got was good enough.
0: Yeah, it was good. Um, Right now, we are doing our first podcast ever from Utah. We're visiting family for the holidays. Um, You're listening to this episode after Christmas. We've done a lot of fun things here in Utah. Um, Do you want to share a few things that we've done?
1: So, now I gotta think. We flew here last week, got here, we've hung out with family, it's been really fun. Christmas was kind of crazy. Both of our families live really close to each other, so Christmas morning we started at your sister's house, and then we went to my parents' house, and then we went to your parents' house, and then we went back to my parents' house. So, we were running around, trying to see everyone, trying to make all of the events that we had planned, but it was fun. I love Christmas. It's just, everyone seems to be, at least our families, thankfully, everyone's in a good mood, everyone's happy to be there, people are giving to one another, it's just, I love Christmas, it's great.
0: Yeah, it is crazy, but we are blessed to have our families so close. Our families live less than 10 minutes apart, so it makes it easier to be at everything that we
1: can. It's extra convenient, so...
0: Yeah, so we love spending time with family. Um, we actually just finished... I thought that was really fun, the first time we've ever done that, but going to Luminaria here in Utah.
1: The at Thanksgiving surf. Point, yeah, Luminaria. Yeah. It was really cool. Did yeah. you have... So, the setup they have, you... Just kind of walk through... I think it's the golf course, right? At Thanksgiving Point?
0: The gardens, when I looked at it. But it's right next to the golf course. Right
1: next to the golf course. And they have a little walkway. I don't know how long it is. It's maybe a mile. I don't know. It was a good walk. It took us like 80, 90 minutes to walk through the whole thing. And it's just lit up and they have different little sections. What was your favorite section?
0: I would say the Light the World section. Just because it was all focused on christ it was 12 statues i believe all on um, the life of christ and different events and that's the, like the true meaning of christmas there was another really cute like reindeer and the yeti there was they have up.
1: two real life reindeer which was yes. cool
0: yes and it was so cute so i do love that stuff but i think that display of the artwork the sculptures of christ was probably my favorite part just I would for, have
1: to agree. It was cool. And whoever they bought all those lanterns from <laughs> definitely made a killing because there was hundreds of lanterns in that little little oh, section. That section alone? Yeah. I, I'm
0: sure there were more than hundreds, probably in the thousands, but That was, it was probably, beautiful.
1: That was my favorite part of Luminaria as well. My favorite statue of all of them was the first one. Cool. It was Christ walking on water. But the water was just a giant slab of stone. Maybe 10 or 15 feet by 10 or 15 feet. And then it was 3 or 4 feet tall. And then it was carved out to kind of look like waves. And then...
0: It was awesome. There
1: was a 6 or 7 foot tall statue of Christ on the water. It was really impressive.
0: I'm always impressed with artists. Because you and I are not artists. But...
1: And you'd think I would be an artist because my... Grandpa was a sculptor by trade and very artistic. I did not get any of those jeans though.
0: Yeah. So it's it's amazing to see that. But that was my favorite part. We've done a lot of other things. I think we'll do an official Utah recap later, once we get back home, and we'll be back home soon. So we'll we'll do that, but
1: this might be a little bit shorter of an episode just because we're a little pressed for time, but we still wanted to get an episode out. Here's um the random fact. Of the week speaking of the reindeer reminded me of this supposedly and I'm saying supposedly because I haven't fact-checked myself on this but supposedly reindeer which are also caribou all of the male caribou lose their antlers like in November and early December which would mean and the female caribou do not lose their antlers so that would mean that santa's reindeer would be female because they still have their antlers at christmas time i think that's really cute so all
0: eight of the reindeer nine if you want to include rudolph
1: are technically female which is kind of interesting so there's your useless little piece of Well, i think
0: that's cute it's not useless
1: I mean, it's, I don't know if it's very helpful information, but nonetheless, it is information.
0: Yeah. So Sam and I, now to get into what we actually want to, what we planned on for the episode. um, We are wrapping up the year 2022. This year has been a.
1: We've done a lot.
0: Complete change for us.
1: We both finished with undergrad. We both graduated with our bachelor's, I guess is a better way to put it. You got your bachelor's in nursing, I got mine in biology, got accepted into dental school, moved across the country, and we've been there. It's been...
0: Bought a house.
1: Bought a house. It's been a lot of change for us.
0: Yeah, a lot of growing, challenging, um, new experiences. I think this will be a year that I definitely will look back on as a year of growth. And as we've done this podcast and we want to journal our lives, I... Uh, or we wanted to talk about like things that we learned from this year. I think this is something we should probably do every year. Maybe it does't have to be on the podcast, but it's something that we just journal and I hope maybe you do too.
1: It would probably be good something good to do every day if you look for something you learned every day then that's, that's you could true. you could really reflect on your day and look for things i don 't know maybe be a little bit more observant of the things going on around you and how they have. Affected you,
0: or even taking a time every day to like learn something new. Yeah, like I, I feel like you do that really well. Like your reindeer fact just now.
1: I am also forced to learn new things though because I'm (laughs) in school.
0: (laughs) Yes, there's out there is that, but also just learning new things about life, or just fun facts to share, or new skills. I
1: love fun facts. Yes, you do. I love fun facts. Anyways, we're gonna both give two. Or more of the things that we learned this year. Yeah,
0: our biggest lessons, and hopefully share why we or why or how we learned that. Um,
1: Do you want to start it off?
0: Yeah. So my first is that I can figure it out, and this has come from all those experiences, taking almost a complete one hundred and eighty in our whole life. Um, because I think I look back and like everything in our life changed this year except for the only thing that I can possibly think of because we had a career change, we had um, a complete move. If we we could have had a baby and it would have been a complete change in life, but we are we're not having a baby. So
1: when you say though you can figure it out, what what would some examples of that be?
0: Um, just like registering my car. I remember moving my car from a Utah title to a Kentucky title, Has which
1: was a big pain in the butt, by the way. Oh,
0: I think I went to it's done at the clerk county office in Kentucky. I don't know what it's called here, but I think it's just the DMV here in Utah, right? And I think I went three times. Let's let's actually tell the story of this. Tell I, about
1: you had one day in particular that was pretty gnarly.
0: November. Well, anyway, I can't. I. We feel weird sharing the date, but it was like a day that I remember was really, really bad. And I think my total tally count count of crying that day was six times because I cried in the, they wanted to charge me the sales tax for my car, um, in Kentucky, which was outrageous. And then she was like, Oh, well maybe we can cut it in half. And I thought taxes were like a set number, sales tax. But apparently the lady was like trying to help me out anyway but still cutting it down in half i it was still hundreds of dollars that i was not planning on spending that day and then uh, my insurance was incorrect and so i ended up going back and forth but um eventually it did get figured out i had <laughs> cried in front of this nice lady at the clerk county office and then changing my nursing license over um
1: Also a pain in the butt?
0: Yes. And there was... When you get... There's a compact nursing license. and trying to figure out... Because I thought they tell you when you get your nursing license, if you can move to a compact state, which Utah and Kentucky are within this agreement. I can't even describe it that well. But...
1: Turns out it's not that helpful, though, whatever it was. Yeah.
0: So there was figuring that out. Also figuring out home insurance. Figuring out how to buy a house and get approved for your loan was so challenging and we were doing it from two different states.
1: Yeah, that was a pain in the butt.
0: Yeah. So
1: you have to tell them everything.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Just the the just the process of buying a home is incredibly difficult. I I guess we could share like um if you're buying a house get Two, maybe we should we should have known this, and maybe people will listen to this and say, well, yeah, that's what you need to know. That's what you're supposed to do. But get two loan officers working on your mortgage, or else your person or just different
1: loan agencies. Get multiple yeah. people. Try to get multiple people working on different loans, so that there is a little urgency from each of them yes. to get the loan done first and done well, so that you can move forward with it because we just had one and it ended up taking a really long time.
0: Yeah, the whole process. And I, we felt like they were dragging their feet. So there's a little pro tip if you're buying a house, get multiple loan officers working on your loan. Um, but, and what else were some things that we just had to figure out?
1: Registering the car, buying the house,
0: car insurance. insurance.
1: Well, just a new job. And school.
0: Knowing how to get through, I feel like traveling, like not even like the airport, but it's just different when you have daily conversation, because we went from living really close to our families, seeing our family almost every single day, and you kind of have these little conversations and these little tips that they're like, oh, do this or do that, but when you're in a completely different state, that's not always happening, so we would like be halfway through like deep into something and they would say oh well you should have done this or you should have done that and it was kind of like well we don't know we this is the first time we've ever had to do anything like this so so that I think that was my first lesson of this year is just that I can figure it out I can and there hasn't been anything that we haven't figured out
1: yeah would you say that you are more independent now
0: Oh, yeah. I think I have actually shocked myself with how independent I am or how, I guess, how well I can handle things. Because I've always felt, you just never know. Living next to your family, you never know until you have no other choice. What's funny is
1: that I have great confidence in how capable you are of doing things and getting things done. But sometimes I feel like you don't have confidence in yourself to do them.
0: Yeah. However...
1: You always figure it out when you do it. So yeah. I'm just going to keep letting you figure that, it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, even this podcast. I didn't even say that.
1: The podcast is a huge one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just trying to figure that out and how to upload and what mics to get. And all of that was just, just something to learn. But yeah, I would say that's just anything, figuring it out, trying something new, especially just the little things of moving across the country getting a new grocery store going to a new gym all of that is
1: it's just so many little adjustments that you don't really think of
0: yeah so figuring out a new schedule with a new job
1: it's funny because since we've been home we I haven't been back for five or six months and I've been like as soon as I got here it was like well Salem was put in a little time capsule
0: yeah No, actually, we came back and there's a ton of new businesses, new buildings, and little things have changed that have shocked me.
1: It still is home, though.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: It feels like there are little changes, but yeah, you never left.
0: Yeah. Anyway, do you want to share your first lesson that you learned this year?
1: My first lesson that I'm going to share is that it's kind of hard to explain. I think... The easiest way for me to look at it is like hater comments on a social media post. A lot of people will post things and then they'll have people hating at them or naysayers, I guess is another word you could use, but people that just will try to tear you down. And my lesson from this year is that no matter what anyone says to you, whether they really believe in you, or really don't believe in you, or think you're awesome, or they think you suck, no matter what anyone says or does, ultimately, we control our own destiny. And yes, other people's actions can do have consequences that could influence what happens to us. But if we take extreme ownership of what we are doing, then we will ultimately control where we're going. And I've had people in my life that have told me that dental school is really hard and they'll be surprised if I can make it through it. And I've had people say, I should have no problem with dental school and I'm really capable. And in the end, it kind of doesn't matter what they say. It's up to me whether or not I'm successful in dental school. And it's not just dental school, but everything. It's ultimately up to me how I choose to respond to things, and how I get them done. No matter what anyone else says or does or thinks, in the end, it's up to me. And that doesn't mean that people's comments don't hurt or that they don't really... I mean, someone might say something that makes you feel really good and it's really uplifting. In the end, though, it's up to me or it's up to us individually to get things done.
0: Yeah, I do... Just piggybacking off of that, I do think people, people are gonna have opinions on what you're doing. We all have opinions. We have opinions on what other people are doing. It's just the matter of fact of life, and um, sometimes you get word of those opinions, and they're not they're people that you think should be cheering on their your family, your friends, and they have so, they have something an opinion of what you're doing. Whether it was like buying a house, oh you're buying a house at the wrong time. It's like the market's bad. But ultimately it's our decision, like even if people want to say that or do that or have an opinion on what you are doing with your life, it still doesn't, it has no effect on what you're actually doing. Like they're not the ones showing up and doing the work, what you're doing, they're not living your life. So.
1: And that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt or maybe feel good when someone says something to you because We have great family members, luckily, that are very encouraging and very uplifting, but I have friends who, their family members aren't very encouraging, and that could be really hurtful. If you have a dream to become a lawyer or a doctor or a plumber or whatever it is, and your family's just not supportive of that, that could be really hard. Oh, yeah. That being said, though, it is still up to you. Yeah. I remember I had a coworker, um... (laughs) It was funny because we worked together for a long time and I was pretty deep into my bachelor's degree and I knew that I was going to be getting into dentistry. And one day we were talking about it and he just told me, he goes, yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty bad idea, honestly. And I was like, what do you, I mean, I've got like two semesters left of school before I start dental school. Why do you think it's a bad idea? And he just, he's like, well. My dentist is, he's a crook, he's not a good guy, and I think that dentists are just dishonest people, and it, you get into a lot of debt, and it's just, it's not a very good profession to get into, honestly. And this is kind of, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, however, I think that that coworker he's entitled to his opinion, and everyone's advice is based off of their own experience. Yeah. So, for that, it is valid. I think everyone's advice is valid because it's based off of their own experience and the things that they have seen. But in the end, it's up to us what we do. Yeah. So that's my first lesson. No matter what anyone else says, if you take extreme ownership of what you are doing and you take full responsibility of how you respond to each situation, I think things will end up better for you and you will feel better about the decisions you make, and the things that you are doing.
0: Yeah, I like that. It's so true. We've talked about that a lot. Like, no matter what people think, we're always going to just do what we're doing. Exactly. So, um, my last one, my last lesson that I'm going to share is, I, I this has weighed on my mind the last few, couple months, is the difference between having a role and having a job. There's two separate things that actually came from one of the books I read. Um, This is actually a good... I'll recommend the book, but it's Lessons in Chemistry. I don't remember who the author is, but... um, There's roles and there's jobs. My job is that I am a nurse. And I do that 40 hours a week. And... um, Pays the bills. Pays the bills. There's a reason I do it. I enjoy it. It's something that I do... um, I've worked hard for but then there's roles like being a wife that is my number one role in life and but I think back to when I was in nursing school and I felt like my role was being a nursing student and it consumed a lot of my energy so and a lot of my like social conversations and I feel like that's kind of a lot of people and a lot a lot of like when you're in school because that is consuming all your energy almost. You're at school for many, many hours a week, you're at clinical, then you're studying a lot and it's kind of, it's your social life because you're only interacting with your classmates and then a few other people outside of that. But you it kind of becomes your personality. And now being a nurse, and then when I was a new nurse, I probably, it was a little bit of my personality it was my whole role of being a nurse, and I like wore that badge kind of everywhere I went, but now it's a job. And I now look at that as when I'm there at work, I am happy to be the nurse. I, I'm sure, I hope that every client that interacts with me knows that I am looking out for their best interest, but beyond those 40 hours a week, and more importantly, I'm a wife. I'm a daughter, I'm a friend.
1: So do you think one is more important than the other?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: Which would you say? So you're saying that your role is more important than your job.
0: Yeah. And that's what I think it's kind of where I where you prioritize.
1: So it does take effort is what you're saying.
0: To be a wife, to be, have a role To
1: prioritize your role.
0: Oh yeah, and it takes conscious effort because if I was out let's make up like a hypothetical situation if something was to happen to you and I needed to be there I would like I have a great team that would probably let me like leave if I leave work and help you if you were hurt or anything because more importantly than doing my job is being there for as a wife and then also I think sometimes as we take our jobs home with us and that is something I try really hard. Like, no matter if I have a bad day um, at work, it's not my, like, I don't want to bring that home because that can really bleed into my, like, my wife role yeah. and just being a supportive partner because we do have friends and stuff, but it's kind of, like, you and I is all we have out there.
1: Yeah. It is so important to, we have talked about this. I've We have observed people who they let their job become more important than their role as a husband or a father or a friend. And it does take a lot of effort. I've tried really hard to prioritize my role as a husband and a partner and a friend to you. And one thing that I've tried to do really hard and every day is that I'll try to be done with school at 7 p.m., which is what time you get off work, obviously. Yeah. And that's just so that... Because I get up early usually. I I mean, I'm gone all day usually, or you're gone, and we don't see each other till 7 or after. And luckily, if I get all the stuff done that I need to, we can spend that time together and talk to each other or go for a drive, eat dinner together. And that is really important because... If we're not prioritizing our relationship right now, then once we start to have kids, and there's more roles, because one day I'll be a dad, yeah, in addition to a husband, and then I'll be a boss, which is a role and part of my job, right? So there are things that you have to be very conscious of and make an effort to do like uphold your role. Because it would be very easy for me to justify, like, studying longer. I need to study for tests. And there have been nights where I have had to do that. And you are very understanding of that. And I appreciate it. But you're more important than my schooling. And the reason I'm in school is ultimately to be able to help provide for you and our future kids. But... That's all kind of in vain if I'm not prioritizing my role as husband.
0: Yeah, I think you are really good at that because just because you have more on your plate with school, like school is all consuming. Like it's not just you have classes or clinical or lab for 40 hours, let's just say 40 hours. I don't know how many hours it comes to, but, but then you have to spend time before class, in between class, after class to study and know the material because... You have goals
1: yeah and there's always something to it's been nice this break not having something on the back burner school wise
0: and i i understand that because i not that nursing school and dental school are exactly the same but i i had lab i had clinicals i had classes and when you're in school you can be out and enjoying time and dinner with your spouse but then in the back of your mind you always have what about this i don't really have that with my job. I clock out.
1: Then you're done. And I'm done.
0: And there's no like studying or brushing up or anything that I need to do for work in addition to that. But I think like we all have jobs like even if it's not a paid job something it might be something that you're doing for your church or something you're volunteering for. Like We all have jobs and sometimes those take priority because I think this is just a thought process for me. Like I have a certain time that I have to be somewhere and a certain time I have to stay until and, or meeting at this time or, and that takes priority as opposed to being a husband doesn't have like a clock in clock out. Like you're always doing it and it has to be something that you as another like as a person have to make a conscious effort of. I agree. So that's just something that I think you do super well. And it wasn't until like, reading this book and it bring brought up like roles versus jobs that I really realized like what what's my role and what's my job as like me summer
1: it is important it takes a lot of effort just to sit down and really think about what is my what are my roles what are my jobs and what's the most important and how do I make that the most important because you can say it's the most important but you're not if you're not doing anything to maximize that then it doesn't really matter. I would like to challenge anyone listening to make a list of your roles in your jobs and then decide which is more important to you. Yeah. What's the most important to you? If your role is, as a dad is most important to you but you spend so much time at work that you can't spend any time with kids, then it sounds then you might have to make some adjustments. Yeah. So I would like to issue a challenge for everyone to try to do that because it is difficult and it takes being really honest with yourself and analyzing what you're doing, what you can do better, and all of that good stuff. So challenge yeah. issued.
0: Yeah, and I like what you said, like that role and that those jobs are going to change.
1: They do. They change and they evolve and you just need to be conscious of it always, yeah. I feel like.
0: And I feel like you're really good. At, the, oh, this is the last point I'll make, but you are very good at reaching out to friends because those relationships are important to you and just being like, hey, how are you? Or just like that little check-in with a friend to make sure like, hey, I still care for you. I love you. I feel like you're really good at that. And you're always like, hey, have you talked to so-and-so recently? Or So I I appreciate that. Yeah, you are very good at that. Anyway, do you want to share your last lesson?
1: Yes, I think this is... A good note to end on as well. we did discuss this topic in our episode that's called "Living Our Best Life," or Something like that. So if you haven't listened to that, go give it a listen. but the last the lesson I want to end this podcast with is that we need to enjoy the journey. Life is meant to be enjoyed, and I'm going to give my cousin Taft credit for this once again. He told me before I left on my mission, if you're not enjoying your time, you need to do something different. And when he said that, it really changed my perspective of whatever it is we're doing, if we're not enjoying it, we need to do something different. And that doesn't mean that it's life's not going to be hard or difficult or sad or challenging or unfair, but we need to find joy in the journey. We need to find I don't know what it is if we need to just find something every day that makes us happy, but we need to find joy in the journey no matter what. Whether you're in school or in a career or if it's in your relationship, we all need to be happy and that's not easy, but work for it. And I have found that the more that I work to enjoy the things that I'm doing and just feel grateful ultimately to be in the position that I'm in. Like in school, I feel so grateful every day to just be where I'm at. I don't feel like I deserve to be there and that makes me happy. I'm learning things that I've dreamed about learning for years and that doesn't mean that it's not hard or challenging, but I feel very grateful to be there and it makes me really happy.
0: Yeah, I remember it's, we've all, We know this person or we've been this person where two people can be in the exact same situation. For example, nursing school, because that's my experience. I'm in the exact same classes with the exact same teachers and the same schedule as other um, students in my class. But some of them would be absolutely miserable, overwhelmed, very anxious about tests, exams, clinicals, whatever, because no doubt that's hard. And you probably have the same exact experience with fellow classmates, but we're in the same situation. And I remember girls making comments like, Oh, I don't know how you have time to go to the gym. Like I am studying all the time. Or I would tell them about a fun date night that you and I would did, you know, over the weekend. And they would be like, I just don't know how you can possibly fit that in because I am just studying all day long. And it's kind of just this is what makes me a better student. Why, this kinda of goes into being a jobs versus roles, but just that made it more enjoyable because those two years that I'm in nursing school, or I guess 30 if you wanna count my BSN, still should, those should be enjoyed. Those years should be enjoyed.
1: You can't wait to enjoy it at the finish line. No. You have it- to enjoy the process.
0: 'Cause life evolves. There's always gonna be things that are stressful, there's always gonna be things to figure out, accomplish.
1: I mean, if we're just if we're all just trying to live our life so that we can retire one day, that's kinda sad, that's honestly.
0: Very sad.
1: Yeah, and I see a lot of at least on Instagram, a lot of financial posts that talk about do this, this and this and then you'll retire with this much money. And I'm like there's a lot of time in between. <laughs> yeah. Now in retirement where you can enjoy it. Yeah. Find things you love. Be passionate about life.
0: Like, always... Always work through... Like, be working towards something. And have goals. Because I think that is true enjoyment. Is accomplishing something. It's not just playing every single day. But... Because that's where I find the most enjoyment. There's nothing... What was it when you finished your finals? You are like, there... There's just nothing like that when you accomplish that goal.
1: It is... I very much am very, (laughs) it feels very good and makes me very happy when I study really hard for something, an exam or a test, and then it goes very well, that makes me very happy. Putting in the work, getting a good result, that makes me very happy. Not just in school, but in relationships, on house projects, putting in time to things, Putting in an honest, hard effort and then getting a good result, that makes me really happy.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't. In all those things, the help that you're now bringing up the house projects that we've done, some of those were not enjoyable. It, it's nothing like the Up song when they're painting their house or whatever. I thought that's how it was going to be doing some of the remodel, like the of like remodeling projects that we've done on the yeah, house
1: painting doing closets sometimes yeah, it's a
0: pain in the butt it is but we try to make the best of it but anyway
1: those are our life lessons and yeah, this year was good it was good i'm
0: i'm excited to see what we see in 2023 now
1: yeah maybe for our next episode or in a coming episode we'll have to talk about some goals for oh,
0: 2023 that, i like that idea we should do that anyway We hope you guys enjoy the rest of your new year or the rest of your 2022. Merry Christmas. Yeah.
1: And happy new year, I guess.
0: Yeah. See you guys.